This podcast is for voice teachers and coaches to answer the question, how do I grow my teaching business and even break out of that one-on-one lesson model so that I can reach and teach who I want whenever I want? I'm your host, Allie Tyler, voice teacher of over a decade and marketing and business coach for fellow voice teachers. Welcome to the Voicepreneur Podcast. Hello, lovely voice teacher. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. It has been a hot minute. Hello. Welcome back. And if you are new here, welcome. So excited that you are listening to this podcast. I took a little bit of a break, (laughs) a little bit of a summer break, and I did not announce it. And that I'm going to be talking about that in just a second. But I just want to say if you have been kind of like, where the heck did she go? I have been a lot of places and it's been a really, really abundant, beautiful summer. I have learned so much. Man, it's really actually quite wild for me to think about. Like if I go back in time in my memory of not that long ago, like April, May, June, you know, when things are starting to bloom and summer is starting to actually become a season, at least out here in Colorado, I have learned so freaking much this last season. And this is due to many things. It's due to just things going on personally in my life, but it's also due to business and having so much clarity around my business and so much clarity around helping other people with their businesses. It is like, woo, it is crazy over here. My mind is spiraling, like (laughs) it's spiraling to the point where, and maybe if you follow The Voicepreneur on Instagram, you had seen this in my stories, I actually decided to completely unplug and give myself a solo business retreat. If you have not listened to the episode that I put out all about solo retreats, you got to go and listen to it. It is so freaking life-changing. And those of you who have done it, who listened to that episode and you have DM me on Instagram, man, I got to take screenshots of these. (laughs) There's so many of you who are like, oh my God, the solo retreat, it's like game-changing. It is so game-changing. And I have been feeling like I have been in this major buzzy place this summer To the point where, (laughs) and I know you're going to relate to this, where I kind of feel like I'm like overwhelmed. I'm like, I have so many ideas. I don't know. Whoa, 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 whoa. Right? It's like overwhelm. And actually, even this word I have been playing around with, and if you are inside of the Amplify program, then you heard me say this, but I opened the program by saying that there is a quote that I heard, and it is anonymous. I can't figure out where it came from. (laughs) I wish I did. But the quote is that overwhelm is the abundance that you asked for. And so I always think about that when I'm in this place where I have been over the last summer season, this kind of buzzy energy where I have so many ideas and I want to do all the things and where do I even begin, (laughs) which is honestly an entire course. Like we could talk so, so, so deep about just that one topic. But something that I have been doing is redefining what overwhelm actually is in my life. And so one of my mentors calls overwhelm overflow. And I love that so much. So please steal that. If you are feeling like I am where I am just this overflow, there's just so much coming through and it's such a beautiful, exciting, amazing place to be. 
Now, this, of course, is going to be different than the production period and all of these different kinds of flows and seasons that we go through in business. And I've talked about this as well in different episodes, kind of that balance between hustle and flow. So you can go and check out that episode. It has just been really, really delightful to be in this space. And there are so many new things that have landed that are coming. There's so many changes in the way that I am doing content. There's so many ways that I am doing things differently with the podcast even, like right now. (laughs) It's quite funny now that I'm actually thinking about it and looking at it in real time. Right now, there is one sentence I'm looking at which says lessons lately, and then it has three bullet points of what those lessons are. But it's literally on one line, like it doesn't even take up two lines. And I was like, all right, cool. That's enough for me to make a podcast. That's great. This is so, so exciting for me. And I know I've talked about this before where, you know, there's this kind of period I feel when we get more confident with our business, more confident as a teacher, where we just start giving less fucks and we just go for it. We trust ourselves more. This is really what I want to talk about today is the element of trust and how much I've learned and leaned into this feeling of trust as a business owner, as a voice teacher, as a singer, as a mom, (laughs) as a wife, all of the things. And I just want to hop on here and share a story that I hope will inspire you to embody more trust with yourself and your business and your life. So the first thing that I will say is part of me being on this break and actually being gone over this month was that I went to Burning Man. And if you, (laughs) I'm laughing because I can now say that on a podcast and like you probably have heard about it now. (laughs) If you didn't before, you probably did now. And that was not the case. This is um, something that I've been doing for many years. My first time going to Burning Man was in 2016 and we have been going ever since basically. (laughs) So this was my fifth burn and I was leading a 40 person theme camp. It was like such an enriching experience for me on such a deep human, emotional level. You know, you probably saw that Burning Man had this crazy event happen where (laughs) the rain came in and we all were stuck. And that was true. And I was stuck and our campus, everyone was stuck. But how they described it on the news was like not at all what we were experiencing over there, which was so funny. We were all laughing, literally laughing, like all of the burners out there were just laughing like, are you freaking serious? They're making it sound like it's this like catastrophe and they have to bring in the National Guard and they alerted President Biden. (laughs) I'm like, what is going on? It is not a catastrophe at all. It was so part of the experience. That's just part of Burning Man. It is so part of the experience. The timing is absolutely like why kind of made the national news because it just happened to be during the weekend when everyone was about to leave. So the rain came in at kind of awkward timing, which definitely caused a ripple effect. But I bring this up because something that's really interesting about Burning Man that I love and I think about this for life is that Burning Man is a city It's actually a real city. It's the only temporary city that exists on the planet with an ethos around dancing with duality. And what I mean by this is that there are two main principles that I can think of that really were highlighted, particularly in this year's Burning Man. There's actually 10 principles. You can go and Google them. (laughs) But the two principles that I felt like really were illuminated were radical self-reliance and 
I can't actually remember the exact principle name, but it's essentially the power of community. So much of the burn and the experience out there is facing it yourself, being like, okay, I signed up for this. Here I am. Come what may. Oh, wow. I'm stuck in the mud. My tent is a disaster. Like, okay. But this is what I signed up for, right? You know, that's like the radical self-reliance aspect. And at the same front, when shit hits the fan and (laughs) when you are literally covered in mud up to your ankles, you need to lean into community. And it is okay and good to do that. How beautiful that we can hold both, that we can be completely self-reliant and we can lean into unapologetically community and people and a sense of belonging and collaboration because out there, at, you know, out in Nevada where we are, it is like us against the elements and the city is built on the, the shit that we bring out there. I mean, you're camping, right? And so you really have to get very creative. You have to collaborate with one another. There's so much group flow that happens and we really have to come together as a camp, as a team, as a city to make it function and to have an epic experience because it is a friggin' epic experience. It's so amazing. (laughs) It's so, so, so awesome on so many levels. The biggest thing that I really took away from this year's burn that I wanted to bring onto the podcast and talk about on the Voicepreneur podcast is how can we hold this space and this duality of radical self-reliance and community? How can we know within ourselves where we can take responsibility for things, what is up to us, (laughs) right? Where we have control and where we can really take it to the next level with our thoughts and with our actions. We have to take responsibility for our own selves always. Absolutely, right? And at the same time, where can we collaborate with other people? Where can we find a sense of community and belongingness, or better yet, where can we facilitate a sense of community and belongingness? How can we use our branding to do that? And how can we bring other people into our business that can help us, that we can, you know, bounce ideas off of? Or maybe it's just that we just want somebody that we can vent to. Like there is a... a, I just love her so much. And if she's listening, that is so awesome. And I love that she's listening to this. But I have made a new friendship recently that's been completely centered around business, but of course life and, you know, what it's like to be a business owner. And we voxer each other all the time. And I can't even tell you like how much of an impact that has made on me and just having somebody else at my level that speaks my language, that is doing similar things to me, that is community too. That is a sense of belonging too. And that is so freaking important and vital, vital to the sustainability of your business. It's so vital in your self-care, in your nourishment, and how you actually (laughs) go about doing this for the long game because it's a freaking long game. How can we make this easier for ourselves? How can we really let our business be something that nourishes us? How can we make it freaking fun? Like, how can we make this more fun? How can we trust more? How can we trust in the magic more? How can we... Take a step back and 
let the universe do a little bit more of its magic. That was my incidental (laughs) segue. I didn't even mean to do that. But that was kind of an actual perfect segue into the next lesson that I wanted to share with you and a little bit about what I'm doing behind the scenes here as a voice teacher. I have mentioned this on the podcast a couple of episodes ago about how I am intending on building my own private voice studio. And I talked about how I am leading this community choir here in my very tiny town of Lyons, Colorado. And we just started the rehearsals, like literally last night we had our third rehearsal. And well, it was kind of actually our first real rehearsal because the first two were free trials. And so this was like our real rehearsal. We got all of the registrants. We did these two free classes where we said, hey, we're going to try out doing this choir. Come check it out. If you like it after two classes, then you can come and register here at the yoga studio, which is where we're doing it at the town yoga studio. They've got this beautiful space that fits all of us in there. And it's great. So here I am collaborating with somebody (laughs) and Lo and behold, we have our first rehearsal last night and there are 35 people that register for this choir, which is so ridiculous. Like, I'm like, wait, what? I was expecting like, you know, 15, I was hoping for like 10, 15. There are other choirs that are doing like a very similar thing, these kind of adult amateur choirs in the town. And I'd heard in Denver, they were really struggling (laughs) to get more than 20 people in their choir. So I'm like, okay, well, if Denver is, you know, struggling to get 20 people, then I'm probably going to get like 10 here in this tiny little mountain town here that I live in in Colorado. Nope. 35, 35 freaking people. Now, Did I go into this with the intention of getting people signed up? Nope. I was like, I I literally forgot that I was getting paid. When when, when the the discussion even happened, I was like, oh yeah, right, payment. How should I accept payment? Hmm, should I put it under my LLC? Like I like did not even think about it at all. So that's one thing. I was completely detached by how many students enrolled, by how much money I was making. The second thing is that I had all of these limiting beliefs or these ideas or perceptions of how this is going to go down based off of the data around me. And my friend, OMG, the amount of times that we do this, I know you needed to hear this, the amount of times that we do this where we're like, oh, that teacher is charging that, so maybe I should charge this. Oh, well, that person is selling that much for their online, maybe I should charge that, like, we do it all the freaking time. I do it too. I'm like, oh, well, you know, this choir is only going to get 20 people in Denver. So uh, probably going to get 10 in my, like we all do it. And it's just another beautiful reminder that we don't know shit. <laughs> we don't know shit. Like the universe is going to do its own dang thing. And we can sit here with our monthly plan and try to like pick out exactly how many students we're going to get by October 1st or whatever it is. But I mean, the truth is that it's all about trust. It's all about trust and it's all about detachment. And that was such a huge learning lesson that I had literally last night, like sitting there looking at this, it makes me emotional just thinking about it. Like there are 35 people, adults. Oh my God, I'm literally getting emotional. I didn't think I'd get emotional about this, but it's so beautiful. There are 35 adults who paid hundreds of dollars, who got babysitters, (laughs) who are like in this room 
who are sitting in a circle sharing their names and sharing why they joined the choir. And I, oh, I wish I recorded it. It's like that was one of the most magical things I've ever witnessed because it just reminded me that, wow, so many people want to sing. So many people actually (laughs) joined the choir being like, I've literally never sung, but my wife is doing it and it sounded kind of fun. And I'm in this phase of life where I'm like all about finding myself and expressing myself more. So I just figured I'd sign up like (laughs) someone who's never freaking sang before. I'm like, okay, cool. That's freaking great. Like, we don't know. We don't know why people want to sing. We don't know why people want to sign up. We don't know how many people are going to sign up. We don't know what's going on in their life that they can sign up. We just don't know. We don't know shit. We don't know shit. And so I think I wanted to talk about this so real and raw with you because one of the biggest lessons that I learned from the pandemic and something that a friend of mine told me early on in the pandemic when we were like kind of all feeling the feels in March, April, and he's a very hysterical Jew. He was like, well, it just reminds me of that good old proverb that man plans and God laughs. And I always think about that, that man plans and God laughs. Because here's the thing, my friend, I love strategy. I love planning and I freaking love helping you with these things. I love teaching this stuff. It, it, it lights me up more than anything else. But if there is one thing that I hope that you can take away from running a business and really stepping into this next level that you are embodying, right? As a teacher, like running a business is the next freaking level. There is so much potency in the unknown. There is so much that we can't see and that is perfect and that is okay. When I learned that there were 35 people that were registered for the choir, I I came home and I like kind of processed the whole experience. I was like, oh, cool how much money am I making? Right. I like pulled out the calculator. I actually had concrete numbers and I was like completely floored. Like, oh my God, are you, wait, seriously? I'm getting paid that much per rehearsal? What? (laughs) Like all of my friends, and I, I feel bad if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry, but there are so many close friends who are choir directors, who are banner, who are directors, right? Who would, freaking kill to make this much money. And I say this with so much love, so much humility, but real and raw truth because driving the point home here, I didn't freaking plan that. I did not go into it with that mindset. I didn't know this was going to happen. I didn't, I did not set out this year to be a choir director. Do I love it? I fucking love it. I leave every rehearsal buzzing. It is so good for me in so many ways. I did not plan to meet that person. I did not plan to, I didn't plan any of it. I didn't plan any of it. And now here I am going, holy shit. Like that was all based on trust. That was all based on intuitive hits where I'm like, hmm. That does feel fun. Maybe I'll do that. Ooh, that feels good. Ooh, yes, yes. Right? Being so tuned in and having such rich personal discernment, which I do because I've been doing this for a long time and I just, I just know myself really well. (laughs) And I think that's also just part of growing up, right? And like just getting older. So 
I hope that this <laughs> inspires you and I hope that you will take away this that it is great to have plans. It is wonderful. I'm not saying to do that. And I also cannot advocate enough that you don't have to have it all planned, that there's so much magic that happens in the trust and in leaning into what your intuition says, despite whether or not it looks logical or people have done it before. So I love you. I thank you so much for being here. This episode is not on YouTube because I am all about simplicity these days and I just I just had to come on and talk about this and I don't have any makeup on and I did not want to put a video on. So there are going to be some episodes that are going to be podcast only and then there's going to be some episodes that are on YouTube and that is perfect. That is all perfect. All right, love. Have a wonderful rest of your weekend. I can't wait to hear how this landed for you. Let me know on Instagram. Shoot me a DM and I will catch you in the next episode. Oh my goodness, that was so juicy and I'm so glad you're still here listening. You are amazing and I can't wait to see what you take away from this episode and what you bring into your teaching business. Oof, it is going to be so good. If you want to come and see for yourself what it means to grow and scale your teaching business, come and check out the resources inside of the show notes or visit us over at thevoicepreneur.com. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram stories, and tag me at The Voicepreneur. Or if that's not your vibe, that's totally fine. Share it with your two best voice teacher friends so that we can continue spreading the good word that you can create a sustainable, spacious, and fun as fudge cake teaching business that makes an enormous impact on your students' lives and your life and your bank account. It's awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. I love you so much. And I can't wait to see how your business changes your life. I'll catch you in the next episode.